You spend the first hour of your vacation at the luggage carousel, thinking there's nowhere to go but up. But there is a place to go but up, because when you open your suitcase, you find it filled with dolls. Dolls like the ones in that movie that scared you so much you wet your girlfriend's bed. Ah, Marissa, the one that got away. You return the bag to the airport with relief. It lasts until you get back to your room, where a fallen doll waits to greet you. Don't let a suitcase full of dolls ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Another episode of Sports For You. Me and John in the building. Got my man Mark in the building. What up, bro? What up, what up? We got, of course, the God great Nick it. Freeze in the building. What it is, what it is. And we got a special guest hanging out with us as we're going to talk some who's speaking, speaking to the mic and tell who's on the mic, fam. Yo, what's up? This is B-Fan. Appreciate you guys having me, fellas. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So y'all know my brother Nick Freeze, heavy yep, yep. contributor to the Sports For You fam. But after the show last week, made it, the man Mark made executive decision. And we got some breaking news we want to announce on the show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, all y'all listening, the great Nick Freeze is officially a member of the Sports For You podcast. There we go. It's official. Now you got to turn, turn that up louder, my nigga. Yeah, my nigga. You got to show my nigga some respect, my nigga. So, so we running the three man weed. We running the three man weed. You know what I'm saying? The, the ball's not gonna hit the ground when we get past half court. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Pause. <laughs> 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 so, so Nick, Nick, make sure the ball's gonna hit the ground. Nah, hit that ball. Nah, the pass. We gonna be passing. Make sure. Oh, y'all passing the balls around? No, no, no. Oh, pass man. the rock, no so, so, so that no three man weave is you, Nick, and B fan passing the balls around. Nah, we ain't passing nobody's nah, balls around. Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. <laughs> and of course, that hey, is the hey, t- hey, coach, sub me out. <laughs> and of course, the other voice you hear always is the man, the, the icon, the architect of Townhouse Media, the founder. Yes, sir. The great Mr. Ben Reddy, always. On the board, providing the best content on in podcast world. So let's talk. We're going to have a lot to talk about tonight. A lot of big news. So we're getting close to the return of sports in this pandemic. We're going to talk some hoops. We're going to talk some NFL. We're going to talk some some ML, little MLB. We're going to talk about some college stuff. We're going to talk a lot. But we got my man here, B. He's going to help us talk some NBA. Um. We're about two hours away from teams finalizing their rosters for the Orlando campus as we get ready for the restart. And we've had a lot of players who, a few players of note, who have elected to not partake in playing in Orlando, respect their decision. We know that Davis Berton to the Washington Wizards, he's out. He's got a contract situation coming up this offseason. Mm-hmm. He's had an ACL history, so he doesn't want to ruin his money. I right. respect that. Right, right. Trevor Ariza, LA zone, Westchester zone. He's had a, some family issues that he has to tend to, so he's opting out. And happy birthday to Trev, too. That's right. Happy birthday to Trev. Yep, yep. Shout out to my man Jason McKinney for posting that on Facebook. Um, and then as we got off the 
podcast last week, the news came out that Avery Bradley, as we pretty much suspected, he's deciding not to join the Lakers in Orlando. But it was not for reasons we thought. A lot of people thought he was going to take the time off, obviously, to be a part of the movement, but he still is. But he has a six-year-old son who has respiratory challenges, and he felt his son would be at high risk, which he would have, and he's going to do what's right for his family. So respect to that. But we was talking about the... As we're talking about the NBA, the, the Brooklyn Nets have been in the news a lot lately. It's been the last 24 hours has been a roller coaster for them. We found out Spencer Dinwiddie, another L.A. guy, he's tested positive for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We just found we found out also they're one of their big free agent acquisitions, DeAndre Jordan. He's tested positive for coronavirus. He's choosing not to go to Orlando. Wilson Chandler, one of their role players on the wing, he's opting not to go to Orlando, citing family reasons. His, he has an elderly grandmother who raised him, and he wants to spend more time with her. Mm. Kevin Durant, who's not even playing, said if he's not going to go. I don't know why that's the story, but it is what it is. But Because it's Kevin Durant. And speaking much. of Kevin Durant, a year ago today, He was a free agent, and he announced that he was going to Brooklyn after spending three years with the Golden State Warriors, three finals appearances, two NBA championships, two finals MVPs. Him and Kyrie made the decision to come to Brooklyn. They right now are in a total phase two of this this operation because they don't have a head coach. They obviously need – we don't know who that who are the candidates. And Brooklyn has been in this phase of trying to find who they are. Obviously, <laughs> New York has always been known as a Knicks town. As a Knicks town. So, they find a way to try to be, you know, the, next, the, the, the number one team in New York. Over – we found out today another news that I didn't even know. Darren Williams, who's a longtime All Star, signed a max deal with Brooklyn years ago. Mm-hmm. Today was the last day that he was on the Nets payroll. Wow! Wait for real? What? Can you say Bobby Bonilla? Wait, wait, wait! Today was the last day that he was on payroll. Yes, and he haven't played in. He hasn't played since he was at Cleveland. He was this. He was. I think. Did he get amnestied by Brooklyn, or they bought him out? I um, think I think he got amnestied. Um, so this there. was. He, today was the final day that the Nets paid him. I think he was owed five million over some years, and he got his final payment today. He's no longer on the new on the Brooklyn Nets payroll. Wow, that's, and it's and it says that about the Nets because. We go back also a few days before that was the anniversary of the trade of what was equivalent in the NBA as the great train robbery. <laughs> the trade with them and the Boston Celtics in which they sent Boston sent KG, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry over to Brooklyn and Brooklyn sent a bunch of first round picks and a bunch of other guys, Gerald Wallace and Marshawn Brooks and guys over to, to Boston 
And everyone at that time thought, well, Brooklyn won. They got two Hall of Famers. You got a a, a reliable six man in Jason Terry. But little did we know what that trade turned out would have been. The picks that the Boston Celtics got from the Brooklyn Nets. One was in 2016, and that was the third pick. And that turned out to be some kid from Cal named Jalen Brown. And then the third pick in the 2017 draft when they had, remember they had the first pick. Yep. They sure did. And they pulled another okie doke on the Philadelphia 76ers. And they took some guy named Jason Taylor. Well, in our regard, Markel Fox had a good uh, good run in college. So, you know, I can understand why they took him as number one. So, here's the thing on that. Brooklyn, the, 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 net, the Celtics pulled, they had everyone believing that they were all in on Markel Fultz. Mm-hmm. And they were not. They had secretly had a deal. Basically, they pulled the Jerry West, Arn Tellum, Kobe thing, rest in peace, with Jason Tatum to get him to Boston. Jason Tatum grew up a Kobe fan. He grew up a Laker fan. He didn't get a chance to work out for the Lakers. He was signed, still delivered to Boston before he even got drafted. So you think about it, Brooklyn could have had Jason Tatum. They could have had Jalen Brown. And then you could have had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Ooh. But do you think if they would have got um, uh, Brown and Tatum, that they would have got Kyrie Irving and um, they probably would have got one. Right. They would have got. They would have got Kyrie. They wouldn't have got Kevin Durant. They would have got one. Because they would have had to trade one of them to make the space for KD. Right. And obviously, the one everyone would want is Jason Tatum. Yeah. That dude's bad. I'm sorry. I hate the Celtics. For the record, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. Shout out to Showtime for him. But that Jason Tatum dude's a bad dude, man. Yeah. It's a bad dude, man. Is he top 20 right now? In the NBA playing? Yeah. Is he top 20? Ooh. Can you name 20 dudes better than Jason Tatum right now? I I say I could name. I'll put him 25. Okay. Mark, what you think? Dylon. Uh. <laughs> Shout out to Spell Show. Um, yeah, I, just to be safe, I, I would put him in a 20, with 25. I'm with Nick. What you yeah. think, B? be honest with you, I would say he's top 20. Top 20? Okay. Top 20. That dude is a bad I'm, dude. I mean, I'm not mad at that. And and, and we're saying it because we're not going to, we can't just go off name. We obviously, you can name hmm. 10, you can name 10 guys, right, easily. But when you get to there between 11 and 20, you start, that, you start debating, okay. That's the, that, that, that's the point I'm at right now. Between 11 and 20, mm-hmm. if you start naming off names, who are you taking? This guy, you taking Jason Tatum. That's something we're going to discuss on a future episode. So we get closer to the season, we'll just start debating who are the top Players in the NBA. But let's talk. As you know, I'm a Lakers fan. And obviously, we lost Avery Bradley. Glad my man B's here. Talk to have another Laker fan here. I have my back. In about a couple hours, one of Marcus' favorite players. And I say that loosely because obviously, this dude loves to roast this guy whenever he gets a chance. And you didn't want to be in the pre meeting chat that me, Mark, and Freeze had yesterday. J.R. Smith is coming to be is going to be a Laker in the next two hours. As that nigga is an idiot. 
Yeah. And, and <coughs> as you see, Mark has a genuine yeah. disgust for. But, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I have more life on because he beat up the white boy. So. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one thing. Don't mess. With, there's two things you don't mess with with Jr. Smith. Don't mess with his hand. You don't mess with his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah that is, It was a bad result Right <laughs> don't mess To with say the least scene. Don't mess with the scene And don't mess with his car No but I think That's a good signing for him When uh, on this show Before we went on uh, uh, Pandemic break When they was thinking About signing either Deion Waiters or J.R. Smith I was the one who said They should have signed J.R. Smith He did I give him credit He did As much as he likes To roast Jr. He did say Jr. Over He would have signed Jr. Instead of Deion Waiters And go figure Now mm-hmm. they're both Going to be Lakers Kind of uh, makes sense. Hmm. Yeah, but on, and I think only LeBron can make can make this work because obviously they're basically saying. I heard the other day on the radio. I heard yesterday on the radio. Man, George Sedano said you basically got the all Shaq and the full team on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, at the same time, that's gonna come with a lot of criticism. You know, uh, you know, I. I, I follow J.R. Smith on Instagram. Right. And um I see him putting in the work every day in the gym. You know, he he has a as a basketball player, you know, he, he loved the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure, you know, he he knew he wanted to get back into the NBA. Right. I think um the last time he played was in what, two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the the Cavs, obviously LeBron's gone to LA. Right. They was been rebuild mode. They fired Ty Lue six games into the season. Right. And JR Smith. So I will put it in a perspective as you're doing your craft, right? Right. And then next thing you know, you out for two years. And that's something that you do on an everyday basis and you love. Now you now you got an opportunity to do it all over again. Right. You're not gonna take that for granted. A la Dwight Howard. Look how he's playing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Because I guarantee you a lot of teams wish they had Dwight Howard right now. Right, right. Yeah. It's you great. know, so I'm pretty sure hopefully uh, J.R. Smith, you know, willing to do the same thing and, you know, improve. He could be a, a vital uh, asset to this Laker team. And I think he's going to be. I heard um, former Hawks GM Wes Wilcox was on Sirius. He said, obviously, we know what J.R. can. Obviously, what you're afraid of, the – the 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 bad stuff with Jr. but the but the good is so worth it because in a blink of an eye he'll knock down eight threes in a row. Yeah, he, yeah. the the thing about Jr. game is he's really streaky, but and when he's on, he can help you win. By the like way, he, you're going to win if he's on. I have a question. Absolutely, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Does everybody know what school Jr. Smith was supposed to go to? North Carolina. Mm. But that's why I, I, I think by, I think, by, by I think that's why he did that idiotic shit in the finals because he didn't go to North Carolina. By the way, you know the mm-hmm. the year that he could have went to North Carolina was the year that North Carolina ended up winning the championship. Yep. So he would have been mm-hmm. on the team with Ray Felton, Sean May. Fuck Ray Felton. I mean, not Ray Felton. No, not, I, I ain't talk. We ain't saying the other dude name. Who? Rashad McCants. But, but next. <laughs> Fuck Rashad McCants. Rashad McCants. We're gonna say that dude name. Marvin Williams. That squad. That that. that How did Marvin Williams get drafted number two? Simple. They won the national title, man. And he, and he, he, was, he was a baller. He was a baller. He was, he was baller. He was. It was upside. He had the, we know Chris. I Paul say should, he had the Michael Kidd Gilchrist role. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly why he got that. He was a defensive stopper. Plus, he was able to, you know, score a little bit. He you was drafted pretty, because of LeBron. You think because of LeBron? Why you say that? Because he's gonna be one of those dudes gonna have to guard him. Those big old tall dudes with long arms. That's quick, <laughs> fast. And you gotta be strong to guard him. 
And you think about it also, that squad. And that didn't work. At all. That 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 squad, they they beat that <laughs> Illinois squad with Darren. We were talking about Darren Williams. That Darren Williams squad with him. D. Brown. Luke their head. That was a squad, man. Yeah, it was. And uh, North, but, North Car- but North Carolina, being North Carolina. Yeah, but, you know, that's what we do in Tar Heel Nation. We'll, we'll be back, you know what I'm saying? But, um, so, like, now we move on to the Clippers. And there's no no, my man, Nick Freeze, resident Clippers fan right here. Yep, yep. We're still two hours from trying to get a decision, decision from Lou Will. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, what you think, man? Uh, all right, let me ask you this personally. Uh-huh. You can't replace... Will Lou Williams? How big of a blow would it be if, if Lou Williams opted out of the bubble? Oh, oh that'd be that'd be nasty. That'd be nasty because you can't replace first and foremost the playmaking that he does. Mm-hmm. You know him and Montre, uh, Montrez on the court at the same time. They can give you forty to sixty points just mm-hmm. off of, just off of them two, right? So that's easily let's and he makes clutch shots. You know, and he, you know, he's he's what they call him, like, oh, sweet Lou, Lou Will, and he and, gonna make the shots. And obviously, you know, me, 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 and my brother right here, you know, we we bag on the Lakers Clippers all the time, bag on the Lakers Clippers thing. But you know, we were talking like losing Avery Bradley and, and losing Lou Will. Now it's a trip, man. I was talking to B before the show started. Mm-hmm. How everyone was just so down on the Lakers roster in off season. Oh, you start, you pay Danny Green fifteen million a year. You mm-hmm. go ahead, you get injury prone Avery Bradley. You bring back Rondo. You get Boogie Cousins and KCP. And by the way, that dude's made a lot of money just to be a clutch client. Um, now bringing up Avery Bradley. Now, Avery Bradley used to play for the Clippers. I said when uh, when they got like that was a good pickup. It was because I I've seen what he can do even when he was over there in Detroit. He know he I think he he was averaging like twenty was it close to twenty points a game in the playoff series. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know that kicked everything off. You know Doc Rivers wanted him back over there, but we couldn't keep him in the rotation. So that's the way it goes. He's a great player. Yeah. So and I very think, good player. And this is the thing now everyone say well that's a well Avery Bradley's a bigger loss than Lou Williams. Well no you you're missing the point. As much as Avery Bradley's all world defender. Wait, who who said that? Yeah. Whoever said that, you should stop listening to. Yeah. Well, I, I ain't paying attention. I just happened to be on the station while I was driving. Well, when was I? It was Friday. Went by my sister's house, helped my sister move, get some stuff, take back to the house for moms. Listen to M570, Rogan, Rogan Rodney, had Rob Parker on. He going to say that losing Avery Bradley was a bigger deal than losing Lou Williams. Well, I was you like, said Rob Parker said that? I'm like, and, and this is a dude that said the Clippers are going to win a championship. I'm like, so y'all really think you can't replace 20 points? I don't care. No, you don't. You can't. Re- you can't re- I mean, you can re- you can replace defense. Go ahead, producer man. I think he said that because they can still contend without the Lakers are going to hurt without Bradley. But 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 the thing is, and I see what you're saying there too. Why do are are the Lakers going to hurt without Bradley? That's what I'm about it's, to figure it's out. Great question. Especially with the sign of J.R. Smith. Great question. But J.R. Smith doesn't have his role wouldn't be the same as Avery Bradley's. I, I, I understand that because now it's like what's we'll say for example they move Rondo to be a starter. Just you know hypothetically, right. uh-huh. that hurts that that hurts the second unit because now they have nobody to run the offense in the second unit. So I understand in that aspect. Well, but LeBron's the point guard anyway. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but so, I think but I think even as far as like. Like running the offense, I think uh, Avery Bradley and J.R. Smith is one and the same as far as offensively. 
Yeah, as, far, as, far, as far as running the offense, because Avery Bradley have, never ran the offense. That's what point. No, so why are you point worried I'm about making. somebody running the offense? That's the point I make. And, and you gonna have one of the starters on the floor, either LeBron or Anthony Davis. Yeah. So it don't really matter if who's on the court, uh, Avery Bradley or J.R. Smith. I think if J.R. Smith get hot, he can. Uh, he's more of a of a value to the Lakers than Avery Bradley is. Most definitely. Absolutely. If he get out, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yes. So, like I'm saying, like you can't replace twenty. I don't care how, if you getting. I don't care who's giving you twenty points. You can't replace twenty points. You can replace defense because you can play defense by committee. But you're not replacing the dude who's coming off the bench giving you twenty points and is one of your one of your final five in, in crunch time. Yeah, most definitely. You can't, that, that that's something that's going to be an adjustment. Now you still obviously everyone's going to be healthy at the time, mm-hmm. but still. Lou Williams is Lou Williams. He's a three-time six-man of the year. And let's not poo-poo that. They're saying this is a down year for him, and he's averaging 20 points. And let's be honest. With Avery Bradley, his biggest thing he brings to the team is defense, right? Most yeah. definitely. He's not stopping nobody one-on-one. No. No. Well, well, he's really there, you know, to guard the point guards. And we have multiple defenders there. Quinn Cook. We have KCP. Alex Caruso. You know, I mean, we have Danny Green. <laughs> I mean, we had people man, to guard don't be, point don't be, guards. Don't, 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 be, don't like, be hanging on the goat, man. Don't be hanging on the goat, Caruso. Listen, man. man. Like, listen. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying they're not. I'm not saying they're not going to stop anybody, right. but they're going to be able to contribute defensively. Like, hello, we have Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the same team. But, but that's the point I'm making. About that's why I said I think J.R. Smith is going to be the. Is 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 it can be the same. Kind of defender because J.R. Smith was a good defender. Yes, he was. So, right, you know, if, if J.R. Smith is off, him and Avery Bradley will give you the same offense. But Absolutely. if but if, but if J.R. Smith is on or even lukewarm, he's much better on offense than Avery Bradley is. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. But and that's what I'm saying. Like I think even off the top, I think J.R. Smith would be a better role, especially. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Playing with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And I think we're gonna see, and obviously this is all gonna be LeBron's gonna be the be all end all every anyway. With the Clippers is gonna be Kawhi. Yep. It's all gonna come down to see which star is able to carry the team over. Is gonna be able to carry it, put the team on his back, and carry him to the finish line. So, but you know, you know what I think though. What you said, right, ring about that. The thing you can't sleep on about the Clippers is Paul is, George. Thank you, because Paul George. Because Paul George can give you 40 points way faster than Kawhi Leonard can. That, sure can. that man offense is smooth. And he can defend. Yeah. But he's a way better shooter than Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. His Most game, definitely. His game is smooth. As yeah. Well. 
Yeah. And you know, you know, if he gets hot, he's an MVP candidate. So he was an MVP candidate when he was this last year in the OKC. Last sure year in OKC until he got hurt to his shoulder. Yep, until he hurt his shoulder. OKC fell right on off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's most definitely. But Lou Will not having Lou Will, that's most definitely going to hurt. That's going to hurt. It's going to be more detrimental than the Lakers losing. Every bra- oh, yeah, every most Bradley. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Whoever, you said, know, it, whoever uh, said it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> and when you think about Paul George, he's a spot up shooter. Yeah. He's going to run. He can run off the pick and roll. He doesn't need offense. He can create his own offense, but he don't need the ball to create his own offense. Mm-hmm. If he's coming off the pick and roll, he once he gets going, it, it's going. Yeah. Then when he gets the ball. Going on one on one on one in ISO situation, you just better hope he. You just better hope that the fit that he's has one of those moments where he just breaks. Yeah, but but if he keeps going, he's going. The dude's one of the top fifteen players in basketball. So you can, we're not, we'll see what playoff P got when we get when when we get to the bubble. Yes, sir. Why you call that man playoff P? That's what they, that's what he calls him. That's what he called that's himself. That's what he calls himself. For yeah, some but yeah, but. When he called himself playoff P, he didn't play good. So you got to stop that. Man, yeah, you I did agree. that on purpose, my nigga. I know what you're doing, yeah, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you see, I look, I'm like, yeah. hey, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing, my nigga. By the way, that's yeah. But we'll see. We'll, how, how, we'll see playoff P. Yesterday was the anniversary of another big of, of another of another big trade. What's that? The Houston Rockets and the Orlando Magic made a big trade yesterday back in 04. Evolving one, Tracy McGrady. Ooh. Mm. Yesterday was the 16-year anniversary of the Tracy McGrady-Steve Francis trade. Ooh. This how this was the trade exactly. The Rockets got T-Mac. Jawan Howard. I f- totally forgot this dude was in the trade. Ty Lue. Wow. Reese Gaines. I don't know who that is. I know who he is. And water, then the water boy. <clears throat> Ouch. Man. And then the the Magic got Stevie Franchise, Catino Mobley, and Kelvin Cato. Whoo, man. That's a good trade. At that time. And at that time, remember, they just dra- the Magic had just drafted Dwight Howard. So when you think about that trade, who won? Because obviously. Neither. Because nope, neither, neither, exactly, neither team had playoff success. Obviously, T Mac never got never. I would back. say the more player who had the most success in that trade was Tracy McGrady, right? If you want to say wise. that, but um, team wise, yeah, both of them. Um, as much as they wished, you know, uh, to go into the playoffs, neither one of them wasn't able to due to injuries. Believe it or not, and Steve Francis, man, he was a dude, man, he was a dog, man. But I don't know, man. You just, you just sometimes. Situations matter, and obviously he was he left the situation in Houston to go to, to get traded to Orlando. Orlando, you think about what that situation could have been had Grant Hill been healthy, or had they signed originally signed Tim Duncan. Here we go. What ifs? Ooh, segue. Okay, because we. I just say. I just say. Let's segue. Like I said, what ifs? And speaking of what ifs. If you were listening to last week's podcast, last week's episode, we talked about probably the greatest what if, and it had it's had my man Mark in deep thought for the last seven days. I had to go back and watch. We watched the video after the show. In the book, 
written by a, a, a NBA writer, there was could have there was a possibility of a trade that would have sent Hall of Famer Ralph Sampson, who at that time was coming off being the rookie of the year for the Houston Rockets in 83-84, to the Chicago Bulls for the third pick in the 1984-84 NBA draft. That pick turned out to be a guy by who was 6-6, went to North Carolina, and went and was named Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Hmm. Jordan Lajuan, Jordan and Lajuan. It could have been Jordan Lajuan, B Fan, Nick Freeze, and John. <clears throat> and I could have been coming off the bench, and we would have won the championship. Most definitely, you could add a a, a pet cat to that lineup as well. Yeah. yeah, at that point it wouldn't matter. <laughs> Bill Fitch, who was the coach. Could have had Lajuan Jordan and the entire townhouse media family, <laughs> and still would have won at least sixty five games, and that would have been, and that would have been at least one championship. Yeah, guaranteed <laughs> with, with that roster. <laughs> All right, before we talk about why it didn't happen, if it did happen, how would the NBA would have changed? The NBA would have changed, and let me tell you something: records would have been changed because if you would have kept that, you got to think about it like this. Uh, around the time that uh, that Hakeem had won MVP, think about how good Jordan was playing around that time as well. Even though he he had just retired around the time, quote unquote. Imagine the, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Imagine that combination <laughs> together. There would have been nobody to stop them, and they could have kept that going. They could have won. They probably would have won more. Games. Remember that 72 and 10? That would have been like about 76, <laughs> close to 80. It could that could that could have happened. Fuck the nineties. Let's talk about the eighties. So Oh yeah, they would have dominated because, the eighties. Because Akeem was nice as fuck. In, in the eighties, yes, he was. Remember, they got to the finals in eighty six. They sure did. Against the Celtics. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> and in eighty eight, Jordan won MVP and, and defensive, defensive player, player of the year. year. You put them two niggas on the same. Oh my God. And then like about what, like four? Five years later, Hakeem did the same exact thing. Them niggas, them niggas would have been winning championships since like '88. My nigga, '87. Producer Van, what you think about that? What What if Jordan and Elijah would have would have been teammates the entire their entire prime? Oh, I don't know if y'all heard, but he said Jordan would have dragged Hakeem down. Fuck Jordan. Ouch. Only fuck with his shoes. He only fuck with his shoes. The sixes in particular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a valid point. I don't think so. <laughs> they would have, and then eventually Rudy T would have been the coach. I don't. I don't but I'm like I said, it I wouldn't have mattered. I don't think he bring uh, Hakeem Olajuwon down when he brought Pippen up. Hmm. Did you think how many moving pieces happen? Ralph Sampson ends up with the Bulls. Jordan's up with Houston. Scottie Pippen probably doesn't get traded to the Bulls for Odin Pongamese. The Bulls still draft Horace Grant. Does Charles Oakley get traded to the Knicks for Bill Cartwright? Mm. There's so many they, dumb. They, they, they would have had. I don't think Horace Grant. If uh, does Horace Grant even get drafted by the if Bulls? If Oderstorp was there, uh, yeah, I mean, if. Uh, uh, I just, what's his name? The one that Jordan's about to get traded for. 
Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Sampson was Samson. if Ralph Sampson was there, I don't think they tra- draft uh, Horace Grant. I think I, I think I think that would have like. But t- at the same time, based on Ralph Sampson's career, they probably because who else would have been there with Ralph Sampson on that Bulls team? Orlando Woolrich, John Paxton, John Paxton. I mean, it, 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 it we saying it wouldn't have been good because we got to think Orlando Woolrich was balling when when Jordan was there. Everybody talk about Jordan, but Orlando Woods was averaging twenty. I mean, uh, Orlando Woods averaging twenty points too. Mm-hmm. And you put him with, with, with Ralph Sampson. I mean, you never know. Chicago still could have been a good team. Yeah, it wouldn't oh, yeah. have been Jordan, but they would have been a good team. Yeah, they probably would have snuck in one one. I mean, Scotty goes one, to one, Seattle. Scotty goes to Seattle, and he's teaming up with GP and Sean Pay and Sean Kemp. Ooh, no, nah, that's a problem. They still lose to the. Uh, that's not a problem for uh, Houston. They, Jordan, 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 they Jordan. still used to lose to Houston in four. <laughs> Good point. Another what if that my man Nick Freeze brought up today? Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you 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 mute niggas now, huh? All right. Oh, this hurts. All right. <laughs> the the possibility of what if Golden State would have pulled off the trade? Would it? Not listening to Jerry West and traded Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. Hmm. What are the domino effects of that? That was Does Golden State even get a championship if they don't trade if they trade Clay Thompson? No, no, they do not. They do not. Does LeBron leave Cleveland if they trade Clay Thompson? No. Imagine having somebody like Clay Thompson play with LeBron. So you think about it, he's in Minnesota. He's in Minnesota. And then the Cleveland Cavs have Andrew Wiggins. Golden State doing the championship with Kevin Love. Kevin Love, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, and um, and what's his name? Uh, the, the, this not th- David Lee. <laughs> this not third option, Kevin Love. Um, this is this is now. Well, second. He was second, well, he was second option at well, the end of, the, of LeBron's time in Clint when after they traded Kyrie. What year? Yeah, what, but what that year was that 2014 20, 20, uh, when LeBron, Kevin Love, when LeBron went back to my, went back to Cleveland at the end of the twenty fourteen. Kevin season. Love would have been the best player on that team at that time. So, so we don't get. Do we get MVP Steph? No. Wow. Because the team would have never focused on on him and uh, Clay Thompson shooting. Hmm, this isn't no have y'all y'all hearing this first. Y'all probably not heard this conversation anywhere else in the last six years. Y'all hearing it here on Sports for You, courtesy of the great Nick Freeze. What if Clay Thompson would have been a Minnesota Timberwolves? Because you think about that. The Cavs still had Andrew Wiggins. Yep. He doesn't sign with Clutch. LeBron says get him out. Clay Thompson Clay is Tom- in Minnesota I think Clay- at the trade deadline. Mm. He's with LeBron. That's it. And LeBron is coming. Is LeBron, LeBron, Kyrie, and Klay Thompson? And LeBron is coming down. And here's Klay Thompson on the wing, pulling up from thirty. LeBron. LeBron will have five championships right now. LeBron, Klay, and, and Kyrie. Kyrie. Five championships. Jesus. Um. <clears throat> LeBron would have five. You see what conversations you getting here? You getting getting here on, on sports for you? You're getting this here. You're not getting Ridiculous. this anywhere else. Look, LeBron gets five championships. And all these sports reporters that always talk about Jordan get a whole lot more nervous. <laughs> Man, we 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 so sure that Kevin Love and 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 Steph. It's all the do we? I don't my, think I don't think we get that Steph. My personal opinion, I, I is think we get that Steph no matter what. 
Absolutely, and I agree I with Mark get, as I well. I think he'll get that Steph no matter because what. Because Stephen Curry is that much of a player. He he's such a great player, and and his game doesn't affect anybody else's game. He don't. He'll also, he'll also get double team now. He's, yeah, and that's he get and that's team. where I was just about we'll to get to Clay Thompson because Clay Thompson won't be there. It won't be a double team for. Uh, I think I think they run a different kind of offense. Absolutely, I, I think I think that's where the difference would be. They I, wouldn't run a, the offense where it'll be the offense is guard is, is guard dominant. It's gonna be a it's gonna be an inside out type game, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying. So so yeah, I think Kevin Love will still be getting double team because you got to think that Kevin Love was the one that was averaging 22 and 12. Yeah, well, no, nah, 24, 24. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So he was that that's that Kevin Love. I think he's still getting double team, and Steph will still be getting his shots. Uh, Steph is gonna be Steph no matter what who you put with him. Because he has that game, so but Clay Thompson is going to be Clay no matter where you put. Will. I think Clay would be. I think Clay would be. I think. I think Clay would be a. He has twenty a, times better than J.R. Smith is. Where, where all he can do is play defense, and all you got to do is catch and shoot. The, Clay yeah. fits perfectly with LeBron. He yeah. Really does. <laughs> he really does. Most definitely. Oh boy. Why well, think Shane Battier was so successful up over there at um, with Miami? Perfect player to play with LeBron. Yep. That's why Danny Green. We, I mean, we can run, we can keep running off players if y'all want to. Man, we, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what if. And speaking of, we we talking about Jordan. Let's get into our our weekly last dance recap. From I went over and watched episode three and four, episode three, the Dennis Rodman episode. Now I want to recommend listeners, if y'all really want to know the just on who Dennis Rodman really is, go back and watch his thirty for thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rodman, better for worse, executive produced by by Jamie Fox, was a good thirty for thirty. You know, you learn inside the mind of probably one of the greatest defensive players in NBA history. I think Dennis Rodman is highly, highly undervalued <laughs> when we talk about the grand scheme of things in the NBA. If you're starting a team based off defense, you just and you just want defensive specialists. I do not see how Dennis Rodman is not on the first or the second team. I really yeah. don't see how he's not on the first team, to be honest. Depending I, on who I, your power, depending on who you want to, who prefer your power for. I can see who you put. I can see if you put Tim Duncan there. Yeah, if your preference is, if you want to put, put Tim Duncan, but I do not see how Dennis Rodman does not crack the all-time all-defensive second team. Right, his name must be mentioned. No, he, he, no, be, he has to be mentioned. He, he, he has to put that much respect, respect on, on that man's name. Yeah, Five-time champion, dude was six eight, averaging sixteen rebounds a game. I think didn't he have like forty rebounds in the game before? It or, wouldn't have shocked me if he, he, he had a, he had a, he had a, he had a lot of twenties and thirties. I think he did. He average almost twenty one years. Some, some crazy number he had. And he and I listened to this when I was watching Last Dance. Damn. He would say when he was in Detroit in his early years, he would just get some of his boy. He would call up some of his boys. They would meet down at the at the Pistons practice facility, and he'd tell this dude, "Shoot right there. This dude shoot right there." And he would just stand under the basket, and he would just try to angle to see which where where the ball's coming off the rim. That's how he learned how to you know he's grabbing mm-hmm. the ball and he's tipping up in the air to make sure he knows the where, where the proper positioning of of getting those re, of rebounding. So that's where I think we need to understand. Forgive my language. <laughs> Forgive my language. <laughs> So that's how Dennis Robin. But I'd say go look at <laughs> go look at Robin's thirty for thirty. I want to tell y'all a real story. 
I, my mom's not a sports fan, but I made her watch the last dance because when the first episode came on, I was doing, I was helping her something. I was like, "You really gonna call me during this time in here to talk about whatever time I was? Well, we're, we're, we're gonna talk about this, but we gotta watch the last dance while we're talking about it." So turn on the TV. It became must watch TV for me and my mom during the pandemic, and I told her. Now this is next week's the Dennis Rodman episode. Go back and watch the Thirty for Thirty on Rodman. I re- I recorded it on demand. I got home from work this day, my brothers. She sat me down in the living room. Mama, love you. If you if you if you listen, and she had to. It's like she said, if I ever was as bad, I want to say I'm sorry if I ever mistreated you as a son. Now my mom has never been mistreated me. I love my mom. I have the best mom in the world. Second. But she saw. What Dennis Rodman went through with his mother, and she had to ask herself, <laughs> "Did she do something wrong?" Mm-hmm. And she, my mom, ain't never did anything wrong. And all the mothers out there, not, not much love. But, but when we watched that, but she wanted to watch the thirty for thirty, and she went back and watched it, and she saw that 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 how Dennis Rodman grew up. It just was crazy. Absolutely, he grew up uh, pretty rough, you know. Not I, I believe the way he grew up, most definitely, you can see the hunger in that within his basketball game. You know, you can see that uh, vividly. You know, and you know me personally, uh, that what makes Dennis Rodman. You know, uh, what happened to him. You know, I, I apologize. You know what happened to him while he was young. But um, I just know personally as a basketball player, uh, he's one of the best I've ever seen. You know, uh, just to piggyback off of what you guys said earlier, his name have to be mentioned. I mean, just have to. And you talk about the story when he got to the Bulls. They traded him for Will Purdue. That's, Are you fucking kidding me? You basically got traded for Will Purdue. That's the equivalent of what happened 13 years ago when the when the Lakers trick got Paul Gasol for Kwame Brown. No, it's not. <clears throat> no, no, we're way. not. We're not gonna do that because also in that trade was Mark Gasol. Well, good point. But still, but he hadn't played in the NBA at that point, so the, yeah. But, but but we looking back at what we, happened and we seen what became of it. Yeah, I knew he was gonna be real. I mean, that's Paul Gasol, brother. And no, and it was like oh, the Lakers drafted Mark Gasol, Paul Gasol's brother, but they didn't follow him up. But at that time, they were in championship mode. They weren't. They weren't. They were. Phil doesn't play rookies. I was just about to say that Phil Jackson does not like rookies, and that leads to episode four with Phil. But when you think about Dennis Rodman when he was with the Bulls, going out to bars every night, sometimes coming to practice on over a little bit, he told Phil, "I need a week. I need a few days to go to Vegas to clear my head while Scotty is still recovering from his surgery." He was like, okay, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you seven seven is it seventy two hours? Mm-hmm. We didn't see Dennis Rodman for five days. And he stayed in a hotel ex- right across the street from United Center. And this is and he's dating Carmen Electra. And I was that story when she you hear the, the a knock on the door, and it's MJ and Carmen Electra is pretty let's just be real, she was naked. And she sees Michael Jordan through the peephole. She goes hiding under the covers because she don't want to be found out that she's seeing Dennis Rodman at the time. And MJ comes in the room and tells him, like, okay, man, it's time to go. And Dennis Rodman come out and he'll play like he just like 
Like it was nothing. He was playing like a madman. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I mean that that's that's who Dennis Rodman is though. Like I think, uh, and that's the Nick. You know, it's the it's the the, the joys of being a coach is not you can't coach everybody the same because not yeah. everybody's the same player. Um, <clears throat> Dennis Rodman's actually you know one of the players that can probably play his best when the circumstances is worse for him. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I mean, sometimes, like, as a coach, you just have to grow to understand, which I think Phil Jackson did, and that's why uh, Dennis Rodman will say Phil Jackson might have been his, his favorite coach, is is Phil Jackson understood uh, Dennis Rodman. Like, I'm going to give you your space to do you because I know when it comes time to play, even when it comes time to practice. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. You coming with it 100%, 100%. And as a coach, you can't do nothing but respect that. So that's, that's that Zen. Mm-hmm. Phil Jackson. Some people argue he's the greatest coach of all time. Some people don't. Eleven rings. And his road to the NBA and becoming the coach he became was very interesting. Both his parents were, were ministers. He was, you know, played for the Knicks. Won the championship as a player. Won the, was a part of the last Knicks championship. Coach Pop. Oh no! Keep Thank talking. You. I'm just. I'm just saying who's really the best coach of all time. Larry Brown. Whoa! <clears throat> let's 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 just go. And Phil, I don't know about his, and he did more with less. But go ahead. His his journey. We never seen Phil without the two best players in the league. But go ahead. Three. Whichever one you got, we never seen it. And this is why we. De- <laughs> but go ahead though. And this is why we debated Phil Jackson's the greatest coach of all time. His journey, obviously, he coached over in Spain. He came back coaching the CBA. And if it wasn't no Tex winner, it wouldn't be no Phil Jackson. That part. Oh. And the and then you get he's he's hired on Doug Collins' staff. Doug Collins only last three years as the coach of the Bulls. Shout out to Doug Collins. Shout out to Doug Collins. Yes, sir. Yeah, good coach. Good dude. So far. And Phil come Phil Jordan best year statistically was under uh Doug Collins. By the way, Doug Collins was the coach when Jordan was the MVP. That's what I'm saying. His best three years. <laughs> Statistically. And you go back to that episode three. Well, that was the episode when the Bulls hired Doug Collins. Doug Collins said on in his confessional, he said, in my three years, I coached him. When he had the NBA MVP, All-Star Game MVP, dunk contest, and defensive player of the year. He said that's how I knew he was coaching the greatest player ever. All that in one season. Mm-hmm. And Phil steps in, obviously the first year, they lose to the Pistons. 
them. Well, no, <laughs> like always. Who hate the Pistons? Hate the Pistons. But um, thanks to Pippen's migraines. But he. But the next year they can go ahead and start the three P. Way beat the Lakers, even though they didn't mention James Worthy's ankle injury. But I'm. I, but I digress. Uh, well, Lakers would have won that. Yeah, I mean they. Huh? They, you said Lakers what? Lakers would have won. Would have won what? One more game? No, they they would have won that series. Do you agree with me, John? Now you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> you know what my answer was going to be. But yeah. if you ask players on the Lakers like James Worthy, like Michael Thompson, they said had James Worthy not got injured, they would have won. They think they could have beat the Bulls. I think it would have been a closer series. It wouldn't have been no genuine sweep. I'll tell you that much. It wouldn't be no five games. Yeah, it wouldn't have that been. That would have I, I think it would have went to seven. It definitely yeah. would have went to seven. Most definitely. And Chicago had the best player on the court. And when I go to game seven, I'm always going with the best player on the court. Always. The fact that James Worthy was, wasn't there, without a doubt, made a difference. No, it made a difference. It made a big difference. It made a difference. I think that would have been the only game seven Jordan went to in the finals. And Jordan's the best player on the court. And like I said, I'm always going with the best player on the court in the game seven. Yeah. They can play in my backyard. I don't give a fuck where they playing at. <laughs> and then, you know, that leads to obviously Phil. Then they beat Portland the next year. That's foul. They beat the, <laughs> they beat the Suns. Jordan retires. This guy's suspended. We're depending on what you say, depending on what you think. We'll get in, that, will, that will be a future. That'll be on a future episode. Don't, if you haven't watched, spoiler alert. We'll talk about that If you haven't watched The Last that Dance Spoiler alert You've been for Eight months already Exactly If you haven't watched The Last Dance You're really You're, you're, you're really Need to After you finish Listening to sports for you Go watch The Last Dance I'm never gonna tell A listener not to listen Listen to us first Then go watch The Last Dance Do that Phil Coached up With Jordan Was on MIA Ender Cool Coach The whole situation With Scotty Didn't wanna Be on the floor Because Because Cooch Coach Was gonna get the last shot and he nailed it. They lose to the Knicks. Jordan Robert. comes back. Lose to Orlando. But then another three peat happens. But Bill knew this was going that this was last his last year and Jerry Cross said it. You can go eighty two and 0. You're not gonna be the next you're not gonna be the coach of the Bulls in the final season. He started hanging out with Tim Floyd, invited them to his daughter's wedding, took him went fishing with the dude. I'm like, come on, man. But you still got this dude under contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's I mean, yeah, that's the business though, man. Like like that's that's how businesses work. It it uh Jerry Cross knew that it wasn't gonna be no um retaliation for him. Like he couldn't do nothing back to him but win a championship and then and then leave. Pretty so, much. I mean, and even them winning the championship is still helping Chicago out. Putting more money in his pocket. Yep. It's a win win for him. At the end of the day, no matter what, you will be gone. So, if you fuck up, this is the reason why you're gone. If you win, it don't really matter because you're still helping me out. Mm, pretty much. Okay, I'm going to do, we're going to, now it's auto, we're going to talk some NFL. Be fan, who you like? Who's your, who's your I'm, a close, I'm a close fan, believe it or not. Okay, shout out to Philip Rivers. Producer Ram. How you feel about that? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That was funny. Uh, ouch. Okay. 
I'm gonna, we gonna, we gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna try something here on sports for you. Shout out Tyrod Taylor. So do not, do not start. We had this conversation last week. We're not doing this. I'm not talking about about that man. He's black, so I'm uplifting all my black people. He's sorry as fuck though, but <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't the most passive aggressive <laughs> comment, dude. Comes like, hey man, you, I mean, you're good, you're good brother, man, but you're sorry. <laughs> That nigga sorry as fuck. <laughs> For those who forget, producer Ben Ready, resident Chargers fan, that is his quarterback. So I'm going to do this. D-Fam, Nick Freeze, Mark, even producer Ben, you can get in on this. What? Y'all can get on this. On, the, on this Train? No, no Whoa. train. Whoa. <laughs> no, slow your road, smoking joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put 60 seconds on my phone real quick. Uh huh. I want we're gonna. I want you to name a team, and I'm gonna name the owner. I want to see how many owners I can name in 60 seconds, and I'm gonna explain to you why. We're gonna start with producer Ben. Bucks. Matthew Glazer. Washington Redskins. Dan Snyder. Jaguars. Shy Khan. Colts. Jim Irsay. Raiders. Mark Davis. Bengals. Mike Brown. Rams. Stan Kroenke. What? Oh, Eagles. <laughs> Jeffrey Lurie. Chargers. Dean Spanos. Uh, Cardinals. Michael, Bid- Michael Bidwell. Capuchin Monkey. Baltimore <laughs> <Walking> Colts. <laughs> that was Jim Ursay's dad, Robert Ursay. But Ravens, Steve Bushotti. Freeze. Oh, that was a nice one. All right. Um, you doing the trick. City. I see that. Say it again. Kansas City. Clark Hunt. Bills. Terry Pagunga. Patriots. Robert Kraft. Shout out to the massage partners. <laughs> Panthers. David Tepper. Miami Dolphins. Stephen Ross. Just in the seasons. Christopher Johnson. 49ers. Jed York. And we're done. I did that for a reason. Because you studied? No, because I know all 32 owners, but there's another reason. For every person who wants to call out Roger Goodell saying Colin Kaepernick owes him an apology, he owes Colin Kaepernick an apology, you need to call out those 32 names and tell them that they owe him an apology. Yes, sir. Yep. That's the same way, facts. the simple fact that I just named probably half of the owners in the NFL in 60 seconds, and I haven't heard one person in the media, y'all focusing on what Jerry Jones ain't saying, and he still needs to speak up. Y'all can use that energy and call out those owners, too. Y'all, there's 32 teams that we know ESPN has a reporter in each NFL city. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard no one say anything about any owner. Y'all focusing because Jerry ain't speaking, which rightfully so. But y'all need to call out these other 32 owners and say they the ones owed the apology. He settled with them. He didn't settle with Roger Goodell. Mm. Facts. He settled with them. And I'm not finna come on here and be an Kaepernickator, but we need to just keep it real now. If y'all want this man back in the league... Call out those owners. Shout if you're out a fan, if you're a fan of one of those teams, you call out that owner. I'm a Broncos fan. Although we got Drew Locke, if I went on the team, I would say the Bowen family sign Colin Kaepernick. Mark is a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have Josh Allen, and even even did still, he would say Terry Pagula sign Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Producer Ben Ready is a Chargers fan. If he wanted, and the parts that well, made he's better like, than uh, Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> 
See, we're not going to do this right now, man. Hey, man, leave Tyrod Taylor alone, man. He didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> For those who don't forget, Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback in Buffalo before Josh Allen. They but Dean the, Spano, he, oh, producer man. They went to the playoffs. Dean Spano. Because of the defense. Mm. We're not we doing had the best that. defense in the league that year. We too. did this last week. Let's do that. that we, we, did, we, 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 we did this last week. Fucking sorry ass. Tyrod Taylor. Part two of the Tyrod Chronicles on Sports Nation. They shouldn't let that name go number five no more. Producer Ben is a Chargers fan. He should call out Ben. He should call D. Spano say sign Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, because he's better B, than Tyrod Taylor. B. Fan, he's a Colts fan. He would say Jim Ursay, you sign Colin Kaepernick. Absolutely. They Stop definitely need say, that nigga. My man. The Chargers, my bro- huh? My brother Nick Freeze no. is a Raiders fan. He was call, say Mark Davis, you sign Colin Kaepernick. Stop saying Roger Goodell, get this man a job. We know what happened with that BS well, workout. Well, I think I, I think everybody's saying Roger Goodell because he's he's the spokesperson for the NFL. Exactly. Which, which so 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 he's the you know he's the he's going to be the face of it. He's going to take the praise for it, and he's going to take the 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 downfall of it. And the okay. downfall of it is, is somebody in the NFL owes Kaepernick an apology. Right. And I'm with you. It should be all the owners as well <clears throat> as this person who's been speaking for him because you didn't hear the owners speaking when Kaepernick wasn't playing. You heard you heard Goodell, so that's why people were saying you know Goodell should to, to give also give that apology as well too. I think all I think all of them should, should give him an uh, apology. And there's got to be some and it's, and I I heard it's got to be some there's got to be some men defenses on both sides. This is not just on the NFL and Roger Goodell side. Cap side's got to do some men defenses as well. The tweet from Nessa calling out Steve Bashotti. You, you you calling out Steve Bashotti. You. That, that there's some manifestations that gotta be made there. You did settle. Y'all did sign an NDA. There's some manifestations because there's some trust issues on both sides. From the whole workout to Jay Z coming in and Rock Nation partnering with the NFL for Inspire Change and everything. There's go. There's some manifestations, and and only way both of these sides are going to cooler heads are going to prevail. They got to get at the table. They got to get on Zoom, whatever. And just they need to talk this out like men instead of we playing the, the smear game in the media and we're letting the media dictate, okay, let's just keep bashing them. Because whatever the NFL says, we've discussed this in the first two episodes of Sports For You since we've been back from the pandemic. Whatever the NFL say, we're already going to look at it with a side eye because they let this linger for four years. And now it didn't, it shouldn't have took George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Rayshard Brooks. They shouldn't have took all these names. We had so many names in the last six years who we've lost because of this disease of racism and police brutality and systemic racism and oppression. We've lost so many souls. And those are just the ones we know. Mm. Hmm. Those are just the ones we know. But I want to say this to, to, and to those who are Kaepernick supporters. Three, I read a Facebook post from a brother three years ago discussing about how he was going to get a podcast started. Ben? Dang, I just do the dang just ruined the spoiler. <laughs> but a brother said that he was he had a vision and he had his vision and he didn't let nothing stop him. Mm. That man is my is our producer, the architect of Townhouse Media, Mr. Ben Reddy. Shout out to the boss. Where your fairy music at, dog? And third and three years later. <laughs> and three years later, Townhouse Media is producing some of the best young. Colored talent in this city and, or, and in the USA. Mm-hmm. 
without this man, you don't get a Cat versus Dog podcast. You don't get my brother that my brother's marking well with the with the no rules. You don't get too much game with Dolly, and you don't get sports for you with myself, with Mark, with Nick Freeze. You don't get three brothers here in LA talking sports on a three young brothers talking sports in LA with talking national sports with a LA with LA flavor. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting that anywhere else. This man had a vision, and he wasn't gonna be stopped. So if Colin Kaepernick wants to get back in the NFL, don't be stopped. Don't be focusing on tweeting that you doing a Netflix series based on your high school life. That's cool and all. <laughs> That's good and all. Do get get the check. I'm never gonna stop a bro- hating on a brother getting money. Get your check. The same way you put out because the same way you can put out about what you're doing active as an activist that you're promoting. You know your your Nike Air Force Ones. Your new Netflix series based on your high school life, which led to you being an activist, which is going to be a mini series directed by Ava DuVernay. Mm. You can put out one tweet just saying, you know what, NFL? Y'all done screwed me for four years. I won't back in. And I guarantee you that thing goes viral in 60 seconds. Do you think he's going to play? I think he's going to get an invite to camp. And Manuel Atro brought this up on Speak for Yourself yesterday. The thing he there's some people Marcellus thinks he's gonna get in, but like Lavar Arrington said this, the simple fact the way Marcellus had to explain everything about him getting a job makes it even complicated for him to get a job. <laughs> I was like, okay, and that's why I was saying with the men defenses, with you know some of the, the bad tweets, you know, the everything with the settlement, the NDA, and blah 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 blah. And Lavar Arrington just said, okay, man. You just just talking about this just gives me a head just can, is giving me giving me a headache basically. And I'm paraphrasing. I do think he'll get a camp invite because I think because I do think if you're coming out here and you're saying Black Lives Matter, you can't be saying that for lip service because 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 the streets is watching now. Mm-hmm. These players got these players ain't playing. Mm-hmm. I was watching the herd today. They did the top ten AFC quarterbacks, and the top three are black. Patrick, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson. Facts. You want to say the top six is black because Cam Newton's now a Patriot. Yep. Cam Newton's a Patriot. I called it. This man called it. Cam Newton's a Patriot. Did y'all have... Whoop, when that news broke... And by the way, the Patriots only did it because the news came, was, came out five minutes later that they got fired for cheating again. But... Ooh. Sorry, Freeze. I know. Sorry, Freeze. I know. Sorry, Freeze. Just stated facts, by the way. Yeah, but just but the thing is, and then there was more news about Robert Kraft's situation. With so the what they do? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the story, but the fact that all it's just convenient that all that happens, and then boom, they signed Cam Newton. Hey, when you said that they got caught cheating, well, how, how was they cheating? They were filming the Bengals sign line for their. For their sideline website, for their website website series, do your job, and that's illegal. So they were fined one point one million and docked a third round pick. That's nothing. It really ain't. It really is. It's nothing. But Patriots going Patriots gonna be the Patriots. Do y'all think the Patriots the only team that's doing that? No, no. But they're the only team. That but they're the caught. one who's they're the only one who's that brazen to not. Care to basically give a, a middle finger to the league, saying we're gonna do what we want because we're 
we're supposed to be the new America's team, and we want we got six Super Bowls. So uh, let me ask you a question, and and you know they're in the AFC East, so I don't really have much luck for them niggas. <laughs> but are we only mad because it's the Patriots, or or are we not? Are we mad because? You know, it shouldn't be happening. I can tell you exactly why I'm mad. Okay. Well, he's I, well, I know I, why I, you I know, mad. I know you. We're gonna save you for last. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let, I'm we gonna guess first. We gonna, we gonna I'm gonna let, you you, you only get on. This. I just I mean I, I was asking like 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 why why is it? Why, why, I, I know where he's going. I wanna know why, why is it that that if we know other teams are doing it, why are we only mad at the Patriots? We're only mad at the Patriots because it seem it's it's habitually. It's 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 Spygate, it's Spygate one, it's Spygate one. Mm-hmm. It's Josh McDaniels when he's the coach of, of my Broncos getting caught doing it. Mm-hmm. It's Deflategate, mm-hmm. but it but it goes all the way back to that first year they won the Super Bowl, and I'm gonna give the floor to my brother Nick Freeze. Let me tell you something. The thing that gets me the most frustrated about the Patriots is. It's the fact of they they don't care if they get caught because no matter what penalty you give them, it doesn't stop them from winning. Now, imagine if you get caught doing all this or whatever, and the, the worst thing that happens to you is Tom Brady gets suspended for four games and you guys still win the Super Bowl. What the hell does the suspension do? Well, he, it does nothing. Well, he, he got suspended, though. Like he, But what does that do? It's not – so <laughs> – What does that do in the long run? All right, and and, and – I know I feel like I'm about to sound like a Republican right now, <laughs> but uh, if he if he if the suspension was the was the what he was supposed to do to serve his time, quote unquote, and they did that, and the team is good enough to stay afloat, and then Tom Brady is that great where when he come back he don't miss a beat and they win a championship. Mm-hmm. How is that the Patriots' fault? Why why is that not the rest of the NFL fault for catching up? No, the the issue is I don't care about how good of a team they are. Right. The whole thing is this. Now, when the NCAA when they um when they get on these people, what's the first thing they do? They make sure you they can't ban, you they, can't they succeed. Them, right. You can't succeed right. off of what you did. But it's two different organizations, though. Most definitely. But it, it, the whole you, thing you, is you talking you talking about uh, a professional sport and you also talking about an amateur sport. Oh yeah. So, so you can you can control the amateur sport a whole lot more than you can control a professional sport. Mm-hmm. You can't tell a professional team that they can't play for a championship. That is true. I'm not saying that you don't take it away from them, right. but the, my whole thing is this: you need to make sure stop taking these third and fourth round picks away from these dudes. Take the first round pick. Start taking some first it round. It, hit them with some more fines. Make sure that you got to do something more but, because at this point they're just like, but, but okay, let, we get caught. Oh well, what's going to happen? But let me we ask you a million dollars. Let me, oh, ask well. you, let me ask you a question. What was the last first round pick they had that was? They don't. They trade out. They trade. That, their that's first what I'm saying. So, so even if you have, even if you take their first round pick, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Like they built whatever it is they built in, inside their organization. They built that 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 shit from the inside out. So if they're going to be good no matter what. If if Tom Brady's just winning four games, six games, if they go three and three, you know, six. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at getarculus.com. These games, 
Yeah. And then Tom Brady come back and they win, they lose one more game. That's what they said in the playoffs. You put them in the playoffs, people could put their money on them because it's the Patriots. Why so not? I, huh? I'm about to say, why not just forfeit the playoffs in, in general? Because you can't do that to you a can't, prof- you, you, you can't, can't really you, can't, you can't let them forfeit. You can't do that to a professional team. Even if an organization get uh, caught for uh, doing what they uh, recently just got that caught stuff up for, had, that stuff had to get voted on. Yeah, by the yeah. by the union and yeah, and then and, 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 and owners ain't gonna vote them out because they're a cash cow. And you also got to think other owners know that their team is doing it as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're the only team that yeah. keeps getting caught. I that, heard that it, this is done in baseball. It's done in all sports. It's done in all sports. It's done in all sports. And the thing is, is no matter what, the NFL, everything is getting everything is getting filmed in the NFL. So we only as we watching the game, we only see what's going on on the field. There's cameras that's recording the sidelines no matter what, anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like there's teams who have uh, camera footage and all that anyway. That's why most teams in the NFL change up their signs every week. That's why you put in different, you know, game plans every week because it's being recorded no matter what. Right. So that's why I'm saying, like, are we mad because it's the Patriots and it's it's cool to hate the Patriots, or or should we be mad because every team is doing it? I believe some of it is. Yes, it's the Patriots. Okay. And I respect that because I say fuck the Patriots too. I mean, you know, um, I personally feel like uh, the Patriots is America's new uh, team. Uh, yes, yeah. the they are America's team. Of course, um, because you know. Uh, uh, every time I hear America's team is the Cowboys. That's the reason why I say I, I believe it's the Patriots is America's new team. Because uh, we live in California, and I don't know how many Patriots uh, fans you know I run into. Right. So um, where you, you at, know, Jerry Jones? You know. Um, so yeah. With that being said, Jerry Jones. So go ahead. Just had to let that in. Go ahead. Keep on, B. Oh no, no. Just, <laughs> like I said, just to piggyback off of what you guys saying. That's America's team, and I think you know they're not penalized because it's just so much money wrapped up into the Patriots uh, organization. So mm-hmm. you know, um, we see how it happens in the future. But I, I most definitely feel like what you guys said. Um, uh, the restrictions on that, I mean, the you know it should be a lot more worse. I feel like I feel like uh, how the Patriots are now is how the Bulls was in the nineties, um, how the Lakers was in the early two thousands, like. That's the cash cow. No matter what happens, I'm not saying Lakers had some some scandals going on, and I'm saying the Bulls did. But if it did, shit got swept underneath the rug. We Absolutely. won't ever know about it. Absolutely. And so that's why even with the Patriots shit coming out, it's gonna be a slap on the wrist no matter what because that's the cash cow. At the end of the day, it's a business. The bottom line is money. We in a capitalist country. It's it's about money no matter what. No hundred percent. Um, let's get to a couple of other things. Obviously, we talking football. I'm gonna just go around, around, go around the table. Do you think we? They announced last week the cancellation of the Hall of Fame game. Obviously, the Pro, the Pro Football Hall of Fame induction has been pushed back to 2021. Do we? Yes or no? Around the table. Do we have football come September, Mark? Yes. Ben, ready. Ben says no. Be fan. Yes, absolutely. Freeze. Yes, of course. The, right. These owners John. are not about to let this, this much money go past them. Are you kidding me? They will. You know what they'll do? They'll do exactly what they did back in the day when they had the um when they were at the little lockout, or whatever. They're gonna pull people out the street. All these dudes up over here. There's over here playing in parks. Oh and all yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have them playing in the all game. like the semi pro players. Exactly. Right, That's right. exactly what they're gonna do. They gonna replace all these dudes that say they ain't gonna play. Basically, a live version of, of the replacements. What you got, producer man? So are they are they going to have fans in the, in the stands? 
I there what well, I saw one report was the first six to eight rows are going to be tarped off, and they're going to use that as sponsor as sponsors for that oh. put ads for sponsorships. Of course, okay, because they're going to find they're going to use that as another way, another avenue to make money since they can't they, since they're going to lose that. Losing a lot of that, a lot of that fan base. They're still on an impression that they're going to have fans in the stadium. Of course, they're going to have fans. I see. Are you kidding me? I see. I seen the Raiders tickets going for like the Raiders Bills game going for like five hundred dollars at the at the nosebleed. Let me tell you something. Wow, it's because the Raiders is John. That's why, John. Let me tell you something. If you go up over there and and you watch these damn Green Bay Packer games. Going on December, people over there with uh, no shirts on, snot dripping out their nose, going to a game. You think coronavirus is gonna stop them? Yo, what the fuck? Y'all right? I, I I know you guys are right. I'm, I'm being devil's advocate. I know you guys. It's gonna the NFL. They don't have a conscience, so it's gonna happen. It, it, it's gonna happen. But the question is, do you think we see any stop? Do you think we see a suspension in the season like we saw with the NBA? Like we seen with MLB, no, okay, so no, I think I think I think the NFL is solely strictly about business, about money, yeah. <clears throat> Which brings me to the to the whole COVID nineteen testing. We had the NBA tested did their players. They uh, all the three hundred two players who were eligible to go to Orlando, only sixteen tested positive, five percent, and. Even I mean we don't talk like we don't talk about MLS on here, but they have over two hundred. They got players already in already over in Orlando. Mm-hmm. They only have about two sixty four. Only twenty eight tested positive yep. for COVID. Baseball, they haven't had. They haven't came out with their numbers yet. But I think when it's all said and done, people are gonna every people with time. The end of July gets here. We're gonna COVID will still be a major impact in this society. But we, st- but we're gonna have sports. We gonna have a lot to talk about on sports for you, and we're gonna be watching baseball. We're gonna watch basketball, and eventually we'll be watching football as well, because it's all gonna be on one crash course because of the because of the pandemic. It's just gonna be interesting to see how they do these things while fans being in one specific location. How they gonna have this this the distancing with fans? It's just all gonna be. One big lab experiment, and we're gonna be front and center to watch it. We'll talk a couple serious things, and then we'll end the show on a on a, on a, on a, on, a, on a lighter note, and then the preview for next week. Um, Mississippi, we talked a lot about the situation with NASCAR, Bubba Wallace, and the Confederate flag. Big news came out of the state of Mississippi. They voted a rule, government voted a rule to get rid of the Confederate flag. Let's salute Bubba. Let's get let's salute Bubba. We gotta salute Bubba Wallace. Shout out to Bubba Wallace yeah. for standing up for the for uh, what you believe in, man. Yeah. Talk. Shout out to Bubba Wallace. This man is gonna go down as an icon. Only brother in NASCAR. He stood up for what he believed, and he's he's been he's a one man wrecking crew right now against the Confederate flag. These races are gonna still do what they want, still believe what they want, and try to discourage this movement. But this brother said, "I'm not. You, you're not gonna. You're not." You're not back. You're not put, pushing me back. I'm still gonna come back at you ten times harder. So salute the Bubba Wallace in Mississippi. Hit the ceiling. Nah. The, well, the ceiling is the roof. <laughs> Shout out to MJ. But um, it's nah. a good. It's a good. 
It was good that this happened. This is off the walls. But I want to get on a serious note, though, with you, fellas. We're in this cancel culture society. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels like they have to cancel something. It seems like we're all in our 30s. Uh, Freeze, how are you? I'm 28. Be 28. 29, uh, Be same age. Me and Mark, man, we're in our 30s, late 20s, 30s. But it seems like these, this culture is very thin-skinned. Yeah. And everybody wants to, when you say something to a person, like, we got to cancel you. I'm going to say this on Sports For You. We, aren't do, we don't do cancel culture over here. You don't like what a person says, just don't like it. Because no one ain't going to like, we not going to like everything you say. We disagree on the show. This is what we're here to do. We're yeah, here especially to do. when you say Tyrod Taylor good. See what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't wrong with Tyrod But we're going to talk about See? this cancel culture. I, I disagree. Because I seen yesterday... The whole Jamal Hill situation, where every white man in the in every white man on Twitter wanted to cancel Jamal Hill. I don't know if y'all saw the story. Nah. What she do? Well, the hap- what it was on Barstool. There was a, a couple guys. They was having a podcast on Barstool, and they brought up Colin Kaepernick, brought some Arabs and stuff. I don't. I didn't watch it because it seemed stupid anyway and ignorant, so I didn't bother watch it. But then the next day, here comes to the Twitter police with the receipts. And Jamel Hill has a tweet from 11 years ago about kind of being disrespectful to trans. This was happening after the when Manny Ramirez, remember, he got suspended with yeah. the Dodgers for it because he had tested positive for that fertility drug. Mm-hmm. And then she called him Manny the trainee, and then she left it on her Twitter timeline as someone screenshotted it. So now hashtag cancel Jamel was, was trending on Twitter yesterday. We got to get out of this. She owned it. She supports LGBTQ causes, but let's move on. But we got to get out of this ca- out of this situation where we got to cancel everybody. But we also got to get out of this culture where we got to make everyone a martyr. We can sell you. We can. It's okay to say a person was wrong about something, because I saw a lot of people, black media, coming to Jamel's Hill's defense the same way they did when she went at the president. Was mm-hmm. she right? Look, we look. We can agree and disagree on how to. Do we agree with what she said? Yes. But ESPN did. That's her employer. She they that was just it is what it is. And like when that happened, you had a lot of the, the black talent at ESPN go to her house to show that, oh yeah, we got your back. We supporting you. Like we see on Twitter yesterday, every person wanted to bring up, well, yeah, you're canceled. You know, you got a new uh, how are they canceling you when you got a new show on Vice and two podcasts and this and that and this and that? We gotta stop making everyone martyrs. If you make if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. Uh, I I don't think nobody can get canceled. I think that's just people sitting at home having nothing else better to do. Pretty much, you can't yeah. get can you can't get canceled. Ain't nobody stopping Jamel Hill from getting her money exactly from being successful from right. being the powerful black woman that she is exactly. Um, so all this cancel culture is is, is just kind of funny to me now. Uh, was she wrong for saying it? Maybe let's just say maybe because in that in that time we we wasn't in the same mindset that we was in now. Right. So at at, at that time it might have been a joke and taken as a joke and everybody laughed at it and moved on. But now looking back at eleven years, I think that's wrong to look back at something that happened eleven, twelve years ago, thirteen years I ago. Hate, I so hate. And you it. and you want to bring what was, what was going on in that that mindset yes, and yeah. bring it back into yeah. two thousand twenty with this mindset because it's right. two different people. You matured. Yeah. You grown up. Like like shit. Like shit. You know. That's I don't think that's right. It's a new day, I, man. I, I have no problem uh, forgiving, um, particularly what she said, especially right. when um, 
nowadays there's a lot of people being exposed for the racism things right. they said back then. They mm-hmm. want you to forgive what they said. Right, right, right. You right. know, so you know, so if they want us to forgive somebody what they say, you know, racially towards someone, I have no problem. You know, how can you defend this woman with that? You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a big difference. You want to know? Oh, uh, absolutely, it's a big difference. Yeah, no, it's a big difference because you you can't you can't say nothing about something like that about that community, especially within the media aspect. That's a bad look for you. Like if they if if that community really wanted to, they really could go at her, and sh- you never know. She might be able to lose her job behind that. You never know, right? Because you know they, their influence is crazy in the um in media. So you always got to be careful. And 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 the LGBT community, some have spoken out said they did, they weren't gonna be be as ignorant as most people say. Counselor, they understood, but like Free said, they do have heavy influence on. On the media, in especially in this city, no, they, yeah. no, they, they do. But like I said, to to me, I feel like if she's not uh, showing continuous uh, that continuous mindset that she had back then, uh, then you know you you got to take a person for what they said at that time and the growth of, of where they are. I think about that. You bring that up. I think about when Kobe called the ref that called the ref the F word that rhymes with maggot. Oh yeah, and the next day he went to John Ireland and said, "I want to do a, I'm gonna do an interview. You can ask me whatever you want. I'm gonna answer it." And he sat there. He answered the questions. He took the hundred fifty hundred fifty thousand dollar fine from Javis Stern, mm-hmm. and he and and he's and he moved on from it. Rest in peace, Shunamamba. Shout out to Bean always. And we're gonna end the show. We'll give you a preview of what we got coming up for next week. We're gonna do recaps on episodes five and six of the Last Dance. Obviously, and that's when Jordan got, got suspended. Well, I think that's episode seven and eight. Oh, this will be the episode, obviously, where we will remember <laughs> the great Kobe Bryant. But y'all will get familiar with the term "Republicans buy shoes" too. So just see y'all. We'll talk about that next week. But also next week will be the another anniversary coming up. We won't be on the air. Mark, you'll be on the air probably to talk about if you choose to next Wednesday on No Rules. Next week is the ten year anniversary of the decision. Oh, oh! We can talk about that Tuesday. We're definitely yeah. gonna talk. We're gonna talk a lot about that next week about the whole process. But we want to preview it, and obviously with B Fam here, I want you to get your thoughts on it. Ten Boom, years ago, the NBA. Two ten years ago, ESPN, LeBron. They did a backstory about this the other day on on, on ESPN, just how this whole process went. So. Think about that 10 years ago. What if LeBron, what if the decision doesn't happen? Where are we, where is the league at as far as, do we have player empowerment? We if, do because he was supposed to go to Chicago. But we can talk about that next week. But we'll talk about that, but we're going to definitely get into that. But I want to leave on another note on the NBA front. Like, you know, I want to apologize to Knicks fans if we, for, for us bashing y'all last week. But I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> y'all shouldn't be Knicks fans. Them niggas is fucking racist. Oh, well, mm. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, they we, made they did make one hire that I didn't like. Well, William Wesley, better known to the NBA world as Worldwide West. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Worldwide West. Mm-hmm. Is now going to be working in the Knicks front office as a senior advisor. Black man, smart. This dude is the is James Dolan still there? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But this man is the ultimate. <laughs> he's the he's 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 the ultimate connect. He's the ultimate plug. He's the connect. 
He was LeBron's advisor for many years. He advised LeBron. Him and Leon Rose, who, who's now the president of the Knicks, who was LeBron's agent at the time before Rich Paul, was advising him and Maverick Carter. Y'all might not want to. Y'all might want want to want to take a second thought about do, airing this special, because the backlash could be the the outcome could be very negative towards towards LeBron. But this was Maverick Carter placing his imprint on the on the media on business and in media, and that's how it happened. We'll get into a lot to it next week, but where. Where is the NBA 10 years later from the decision? And the real question I'm going to leave as we head out. What if the decision is another what if? What if it was Melo and not Chris Bosh? For those who don't know the story, when... Obviously, LeBron, Wade, Melo were all together as, as members of Team USA. They told they were they made the decision they were all going to be free agents at the same time. Melo was the one only one skeptical, and he, and D Wade and Mel and LeBron was convincing, dude, just take the shorter deal. We'll all be unrestricted free agents at the same time. We could possibly all be, team up and form a super team and everything. But Melo being about his money, and I don't disrespect that. I've never, like I said, get your money. Melo's always been about his paper. He chose the deal. He chose to take a deal that made him a free agent the following year, not with LeBron, Wade, and Chris Bosh, and Carlos Boozer, and all those guys who were Joe Johnson, and Mari Stoudemire, that whole class. But what if Carmelo, because the truth was, the story was, it was supposed to be LeBron, Wade, and Melo, and not LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. What if we we probably should get into that because I, I think uh, that leads into why LeBron will go to Chicago. <clears throat> what if LeBron? What if Melo was? First of all, how does that lineup look? You have Mario Chalmers, you have D Wade, LeBron. This actually will probably be the. This might actually start the small ball era. I'm about to say, who played center? At that time, they had Joel Anthony. Joel Anthony at the center. Joel Anthony. Was the center. Obviously, Bosch was making the. He eventually moved to uh, playing moved, center. Played, played the small ball five. But that first year, when they lost to Dallas and LeBron, you know, had the meltdown. I don't think I don't think Miami would lose to Dallas if they had Melo. Mm. What you think, B? Uh, I have to agree. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is one of the most elite uh, basketball players I've ever seen. Um, they don't lose. Freeze. I agree. It's unanimous. Well, he's a Dallas fan, so. Still lost. Nah. For those who don't know, producer Ben Reddy is a Dallas fan. We, we need that fairy music. Look, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> let me tell. Let me tell you something. That Dallas team had the coldest run probably in playoff history. Don't remind me. To get up over there. They had to beat they, a very good Portland team. Mm, they, then they had to beat the Lakers. They swept who, the Lakers. Swept them. Who had just went to, what, three straight finals? Uh-huh. Then they beat OKC mm-hmm. with everybody over there still. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Then they beat Miami. The most underrated team ever. And who's the point guard on that team? 
That point guard was Jason, Jason Kidd. Kidd. And we out nine now. Shout out to Dirty Whiskey. So next week, we'll celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the decision. What if Melo was the third was the third of the big three instead of Chris Bosch? How did LeBron's move change the way NBA players have their voice today? And you'll get all that next week. I want to thank y'all for listening. Obviously, Mark. Yep. Freeze official official first episode of the of Let me shake my nigga hand. Of the big three in the building. Uh, you already know. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Oh, be fit. <laughs> no. Who? John uh, nah, Nick and no, B no, no threesome. No. no. <laughs> we no, no threesome. No threesome. <laughs> they talking about they was going to wear a three man weave with the balls early. No, 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 no. We're talking. No, no, no. Are you kidding me? For everyone, know, you know, everyone knows if you played basketball in junior high, what the three man weave was. And, and obviously, we're not talking balls. We're talking about playing basketball. And that's oh. it. Uh, hey, Beefy, you know what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah three man weave is, a, is an official basketball drill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I play football. So. But B-Fan, we thank you, man, for hanging out with us tonight, Appreciate man. you guys for having me, man. Man, that's obviously any... And don't forget, Catch No Rules, Townhouse, and don't Shout forget... Shout No Rules. And don't forget, follow us, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Instagrams, and download the podcast. Have a good night, y'all. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga... Others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.